motivation, focus, perseverance. I mention these three words because these are daily growth keys when focusing on succeeding. No one makes success overnight. And success is done due daily growth. And our views here at the Daily Growth Podcast is about having to learn through daily walks in life. You network with people, mentors, and leaders to pour into your life to also help you and also you pour into their life when you get to know them. All of us are part of the same growth in this world to focus on what we need to be daily growth learning. This is the Daily Growth Podcast. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and welcome to the show. Yo, Makai, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you showing on the podcast. We'll get started. So, uh, yo, so hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Daily Growth Podcast with your host here, Moses. Uh, this is my guest today, Macau, coming from Orlando, Florida. Am I right? Orlando, Florida? Just want to double check. Uh, no, it's a Palm Coast, Florida. <laughs> Palm Coast. Gotcha. So how is it? close to that okay gotcha so uh tell me man so i want to ask you this question first off to give you so give us an insight about yourself bro so tell me about uh being from florida and when did you become a christian bro so me um i am i moved to florida when i was like 16 Uh, i became a christian at uh at about 16 i gave my life to christ at a youth group actually amen Um, but before that i was like we grew up in the church we left the church about age 12 and then um, my family, um, and then, like, so we left the church about age 12, and then I went through, like, a lot of suicide, depression, like, a lot of stuff, a lot of, like, negativity in my mind yeah. at, a, at a young age. And I was actually, I actually commit, actually almost tried to commit suicide at age, like, 14. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and, like, I felt I was uh, on my way to school. I was, I was woke up in the morning. I woke up late for school. I was like, you know what? This is it. I'm late. I'm late again. I had like sixty something lates already on the on the uh, on the school hey, record. Hey, I understand, <laughs> bro. I was there too. I, I was a bad boy too. But man, I understand where you were at. I I, I, can't, I couldn't see where you're coming from. Go ahead, though. Yeah, man. So it was like I uh, literally. Um. So I was like, you know what? I I keep failing at this, failing at that, failing at this. I'm just gonna end it all. And then um, about to end it all, then I heard my mom scream my name, Michael. From the uh, from from the room upstairs, I'm like, she's already supposed to be at work. I'm like, this gotta be, this is weird. Ran at the house, ended up at church like two weeks later, and then um, we moved to Florida about a year later, and then I started going to a youth group after I broke my ankle, mm. and I, and I saw all these kids uh, worshiping God and my age and Christian rap, and I'm like, yo, there's a way to positively do all this stuff, and then from there it's been like, saved my life, gave me purpose, so. Amen. 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 Thanks for sharing your testimony, bro. I'm glad to hear that you, uh, you know, you you stay you still with us, man. Being alive, man, as, as people here on Earth, man. We we definitely need you, man. You're you're in a difference. You're a difference to all the lives you come across, bro. Because I think that, uh, because I battled that at one time in my life in high school. You know, sophomore year, um, after getting cut from the basketball team, um, I'm not, I wasn't the best player at all. I wasn't even the average player. I was actually below average as a player. And I felt like my identity being on the team was important. Like that would maybe mm-hmm. get more acceptance 
So yeah. I won't go into my testimony, but that's just a snippet of that because I understand what suicide comes in that it comes from a fl- place of feeling like you're nothing and that made you assume that was the case. And I know I did the same. So it, it was on my mind, but you know, like your mother calling your name and you moving to Florida was my, my way of getting that was my friends, you know, having my back and telling me, you know, who I am and knowing your life is valuable. And that was a time in my life. So I kind of, I see where you're coming from, bro. And I respect you for telling that. And uh, I just want you to know you're not alone, bro. There's a lot of stories out there I heard. So you are, you are, you are appreciated, bro. So don't ever let no one tell you otherwise, because I know you are here for a purpose and I'm glad to have you, man. So yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, appreciate it, man. You're your brother in Christ, man. So, and uh, well, the topic to get to guys on the title, you could probably tell um, if you're reading it now, it's uh, pretty much talking about the recap on the series that was talked on. It was a singles night over in um, Baltimore, Maryland, from a show, uh, not show, from a sermon. Well, I guess a single night. You can't say sermon because it wasn't a message. But it was a panel. Panel. Yeah, thank you. It was a panel, pretty much talking about uh, he said, she said, and. I mean, I tried to take a few notes on it, but it was so much to digest. And man, there's two hours of a video. But man, I, I heard a lot of things I can recall. But um, you know, my, my guest, Michael, will recall some of the things too. So we'll both help each other out on this because I wanted to ask him about this. And we wanted to dialogue. And this is going to be a three-part series because uh, I'm going to have another guy come into the second part. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to have uh, two people talking on it that know it. And then the third series on the third part, we're going to have three people talking on it, all men just to speak on what we both can understand from it and just get different perspectives. And the other brother, he's from Ireland, black guy. So he's a good brother I've talked to a few times. And uh, I'm trying to put together a, a good talk on these conversations of these panels because I think there's some things that we still need to talk about that's missed. But I'm glad they started that at their church because I haven't seen no church do this before. And Mikhail, have you seen this before? Like panels with churches and singles talking? No, I haven't. I haven't seen a panel of singles talking like this. Um, I've heard. I haven't seen it directly. I've heard of a church doing that. I think it was a church in Baltimore that was doing that. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of like a Seven Day Adventist church doing like a singles night. But that's really that's really yeah. <laughs> and SDAs can do it, but why can't we? I'm just surprised they have that. <laughs> I didn't even know that was. Yeah, the case. exactly. Right. <laughs> like I mean, because I think it's like to me, bro. <clears throat> I'll be honest with you. Um, because look. I'm just on a page right now. I'm going to read off because it was in February. It's actually a month ago when they had this. So it's still fresh. So because um, it was from like 7 p.m. to 10 30 p.m. But the, 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 this is what they promoted for their register for the site to get on the panel or also actually be in the, in the audience. It was like, quote, it says you cannot have relationships without sex. Quote, men don't like when women ask them on a date. Quote, she can't cook. Don't wife her. Quote, come join us for a fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, that's still the story of today, right? Um, come join us for a fun and interactive night for singles. We will be discussing singleness and dating from both perspectives. He said, she said, who's right? So I think, um, okay, so I'll, let's just talk about the first, at least at least the first 10 minutes. Uh, okay, I'm trying to remember that. Now, I remember them speaking about um, the ladies, right? So it was like a question they had on the little thing on the back on the back wall. If anybody hasn't watched it, I'll put it in the show notes. Go watch the series and check it out. You, you can kind of follow that and you'll know what we're talking about. And uh, you'll see what they're talking on because it was actually a good conversation. But I think there are a lot of things the men said they were making points on, especially that uh, the, the brother, I think he was Asian. He had said he wanted a baddie. I think he said uh, beautiful, 
um attractive no was it what was it again he said it was a it was b-a-d-d-i it was a big acronym man i even i can't even i didn't even write it down <laughs> but it was, it was a pretty good one man yeah it was i know the last word was enjoyable and, and intelligent like the last two i remember but he did say beautiful mm-hmm. for the first one but i think when we look at things as men and and ladies i think if you hear this from us and we come from this some aspect of a biblical manhood like men of god like there's a difference between the worldly man and us man like the worldly men and the men of God, we have similar similarities, but we believe a faith that he keeps us found, um, keep us um, on the foundations that we believe instead of just willy nilly believing everybody. You know what I'm saying? And that's through mm-hmm. the Bible. But uh, when I wanted to bring on Mikhail, I thought about this because I was like, man, this conversation is such a good thing. I need to have him on because I know he posts a lot on his profile. We both follow um, Masculine Revival and yeah. um, <clears throat> Brendan from Canada you know his his group is starting and I, I was talking i was thinking about joining his group because i wanted to talk to these men and have a conversation and just you know dialogue with other men who are fighting the life to live right and just making sure to connect with other guys who are like-minded because in america like me and me and uh, Macau, we have it's like a f- only a few of us who want the same lifestyle and i'll be honest with you because we we're talking about this before we got the show started and we're gonna bring it up anyway so um okay what do you think about the brothers who say well you you said this already who say that they believe that they're not called to ever be married but the singleness what are your thoughts on that do you think that's true or not i mean i believe like if a guy so my thing is this right if you if you believe if you if you're a guy that says that you're called to singleness then you shouldn't be out here having sex because yep like like it's not it's not if and end. if you if you have a desire like the men, the true men, I feel like are called to singleness. I feel like they just, I feel like they don't have any desire in that realm, which is like very rare. They don't have any desire in the realm of sex. They don't need to have sex. They're not pursuing a partner and and, and they're not pursuing a woman trying to have sex with her. Like that. So when you talk about that, I've probably met like one guy who, who, who said that he's just, he just, he's rather work. He'd rather, purpose is rather you know what i'm saying i met one guy like that uh other than that man i feel like if you have a desire and you pursue a woman for sex like you know you're not called to be single bro <laughs> like you, yep. you you're supposed to be you supposed to be uh wifing somebody up because especially when we're talking about being a christian man god isn't like fornication is actually a lifestyle that you want to even inherit the kingdom of god so it's like you if you're called to singleness your singleness actually i mean because they're a monk they're christian monks i mean and these guys go off into uh, elliot holst talks about this a lot uh some guys who actually go off into like the mountains and they go off into different areas and they they spend time just studying the scripture meditating Mm -hmm. and like just getting just 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 knowing this knowing the scripture praying to god like serving humanity like they have no intention on being with anybody because they're just and that and that right there i see those men and i'm like okay cool they desire to not they desire to live a life of singleness that's why they chose that lifestyle of being a monk you know what i mean but if you're not choosing that kind of i feel like it has to either be that extreme or you're probably called to be married in my opinion because i just don't see how you can mix the two like you know what i'm saying pursuing a woman for sex and then saying i'm not called to be married bro marriage name sex is not sex was never intended to be outside of marriage exactly so so it's like so that's uh, those are my thoughts on that 
um yeah sounds like mctow when i hear that you know that's like that saying rep from like joe rogan or red pill they mentioned that word a lot um it's rare to be a mctow i mean unless you really like got a genetical disorder or, or genetic disorder somewhere where you can't have kids and you just can't desire i mean that makes sense but i i mean i i mean i've i've heard through people who said they know somebody like you just told me right but it's like I don't look for that to know a guy to say that. I know most guys are wanting their own family. They want a legacy for God's plan because mm-hmm. let's be real. Um, they said on the panel, especially the men speaking about, um, I don't want to put words out there that's not true, but I'm trying to remember. There's a lot of things they said. I'll have to probably um, put it into the audio for this podcast and then you hear what they're talking about, like a snippet of what they said because the questions were really true about how... Uh, What'd he say? The ladies were talking about, oh, should the pay, okay, should the lady pay, okay, should the man pay for the first date? Who said that? Because I think there was a question like that there, and I think the question was really clear. Um, now, do you think men should pay for the first date, Mikhail? Especially with that type of situation where meeting someone they don't know until they really know them? Yeah, man. I, 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 believe, I believe a man should, man. I, I don't believe that they should go to dinner. I don't believe it should be an expensive date. I believe it should really be like a coffee date, maybe like a, a breakfast type of date, um, something during the day. I don't believe it should be like a night. I don't, I don't believe the first date should be like a night, all ex, like like extravagant like night in my opinion. Because, mm-hmm. but I do believe that men should. I believe that if you're, I feel like if you're a biblical man, if you're a Christian man, I feel like it's, it should be a desire in your heart to take care of to take care of that realm you know what i mean even yeah. if you don't have it all the way i mean like take what you do have and make sure you're able to cover that you know what i mean in my opinion yeah i agree it's like it's like saying um the saying is true don't confuse ambition for ambition um ambition is what you want vision is what god has planned for you see what i'm saying and the plan mm-hmm. for god is for us men to lead i mean obviously we men of god we gotta fight so much to be out here just to be single to be a uh, be to be even say this enough we fighting but i think in the church bro i mean look back in the day they weren't fighting more to get the attention to get a woman to see them their value it's like mm-hmm. now today's time like oh i gotta be a boss chick I, I gotta have this you gotta have this i gotta have this life i mean okay obviously everybody is not trying to be in like i'm be honest with you i don't care about those mansion lives i don't want that because mm-hmm. I see a mortgage high bill, I see a uh, 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 more more rooms filled emptied, but not em- not filled. You know what I'm saying? I see mm-hmm. more cleaning that has to be done. That's cleaning up more spaces. Like simply, I'm I'm not saying be average, but be be something that makes sense, that's affordable, but also not more not more expensive than you can't handle. Because let's be real, someone's gonna pay for all this, and I think mm-hmm. ladies. Get off social media sometimes and look at life because that's the thing that's that's yes yeah, it's, it's really destroying a lot of mindsets and this these instagram fantasies i mean i've spoken on the podcast in the past about men don't want princess they want a queen a queen and princess two different things i've noticed that bro and i'll be honest with you what do you think about that so it's funny like this actually goes back to the panel too one of the things that uh, Pastor Chandler was talking about on the on the Q and A panel is when he met his wife. He was talking about how he was broke. <laughs> he was like, "Thank you, six figures in debt," <laughs> and like, and like he actually oh, bought 
bought the ring on a credit card. He did. That she was the one that ended up paying it off. <laughs> I don't agree with that part. I don't but know like, about that either. But she was, uh, but she was the one actually paying it off for the next three years, and she actually found out when he said it on there. But like what he was saying, but I, like we don't, I don't agree with that. That doing that, but but basically what is like, man, when you're looking for a queen, looking for somebody that's gonna start, you're, you're looking for somebody that. that that you're gonna build with, you know what I mean? And yeah. if and if you guys get to the point, if you both your vision is big enough, because I don't know if you follow George Hines Jr. online, but he posted something the other day, which I agree with, and he was talking about how like you need to get with the woman that whose vision is not as is not bigger than yours, exactly. because it's gonna frustrate you. You know what I mean? And it's like, and at the same time, it's like yo, stay stay humble as well, woman, because. The idea, the idea is, you want to, like the man, the man needs to have a big vision. I'm gonna say a big vision. He needs to have the vision with the capacity that God has graced him with. You know what I mean? And the woman should be able to come alongside that and say, okay, cool, this is where you're going, and she's the helpmate to produce that. You know what I mean? And like, if a man has a vision that that is well drawn out and they talk about this in the, in the Q and A and it has, he has a, he has an intended goal and he has some steps to get there. Mm-hmm. It's like rock with him, man. If, and if you, and if you see that he's producing those, those steps in his life, he's, he's, he's been following through with other stuff in his life and rock with that man. You know what I'm saying? Cause you never know. I mean, I, I, most guys don't hit their financial prime according to a lot of these uh, books that we've been reading, a lot of these videos and statistics that we've been looking at until about 40 years old. So you're looking at a man where he's at at 30 and, and looking at his income and being like, mm, I can't do that. But not realizing that, yo, this man has a vision, this man has steps and he could he could potentially be really well off by age 40 and you guys could be set. Yeah. And you may have, you just may have to go through him, through the storm with him for a while, you know? It, it, and it's like, I mean, I, I mean, I'll with you, bro. I ain't trying to put it all on the women to talk on them, but the men, brothers between 18 and 29 um i heard this podcast i'm uh, you know and i'm not gonna drive next because some of y'all be kind of skeptical like who would you listen to who's your leader like don't worry about that the thing is <laughs> your bit uh, a man is not more mat- okay i think the saying is true scientifically that men's are still maturing at a certain age and they get to like 28 um 18 to 29 like they're still mentally maturing but they're financially they're not there yet but the thing is Am I saying that if ladies, if you want more money, I'm not trying to endorse it. Let me not say it. If you want a man with a higher income, sometimes you have to date older. But I mean, honestly, if that's not marriage related, then you better not date no man older because the man older is like looking for a traditional woman. And that's really not a lot of y'all. So let's be real, because some of y'all disclaim the title, but y'all don't want to live it. Y'all just think it's just walking the talk and I'm a traditional. But modernism is in a lot of sisters. Like, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of them that not knowing tradition is more than just being feminine. It's your femininity and you walk in it every day. But um, not to digress on the topic, but really, though, it, it makes sense to know um, what my brother just said. It, it, it's, it's a key thing to know men of value have a substance to show you if they're in the place of a vision. I'm saying don't pick a man off ambition, but um, off a of vision, but ambition off his actions, how he walks, how he talks. What is his network? Because your network is your net worth. Let's be real, because yeah. it's it's the character that knows you, that that shows you the guy is on the right path. If he's not showing that and he's not 
connecting with his people in his life, his family, church. I mean, because as a Christian man of God, we got to show a lot to even promote to be the right kind of guy because we're the ones trying to like you know how they say the birds dance from the, the women we got to show that we're qualified but then you guys got to show us you're qualified too because let's be real nobody wants to marry somebody that's wasting their time you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah seriously because i think you and i we understand we experience some stuff we don't we have to share that here publicly but we understand we experience some things that we don't want to repeat and honestly I want to show my example to talk about young men out there listening. Know your circle of friends and who are men of God. Because I tell men all the time, the Bible says in Proverbs, many counselors are better than few, only a little few. Many are good. You got to have a lot of counselors in life. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell mm-hmm. one man all your business, but have many men of God in your circle that want the best for you because. I wish we had more masculinity in the church, but today's in some church, some a lot of lot much some, but a majority of churches don't have that masculine mindset where we're leading the men to be better men so the ladies can have the better opportunity through these men who are walking straight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um but back to the panel. What do you think what what are your thoughts on the whole um you know, I think one of the ladies said something. You recall, and then the lady said that came to mind that you can think about because I'm. It's a it was a two hour long video, man. It was a lot to remember from that moment, man. It was so much going on. Um, I think one of the ladies, uh, for the panel with the 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 one that was talking about, she was dating a guy. She's missionary dating. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, one of the ladies said she dating somebody as she's bringing to church. I'm just like, ladies, that right there is. A horrible example let's be real men don't even do it either man we're not supposed to be trying to say these ladies who are not christians you don't just bring them to church and change them that's not your job i mean the women the bible's biblically speaking on that what you said when your husband over but it, i don't think you should be doing that before you're married because you're still trying to win somebody and it's like are you called to be with them or you just want them because everybody else wants them you see what i'm saying that's the whole thing too it's like so I mean, my pastor told me about a story about um this this guy's a minister. He's a pastor, and like through through evangelism, like he discipled uh, he discipled this girl, and then eventually she ended up becoming his wife. You know what I mean? And I'm like, so I, I thought that was a that was a pretty cool success story with that. But the main point about it is that you have like it's really hard to keep those intentions pure when you're trying to disciple somebody. You know what I mean? Like it ha- the intention has to be full discipleship until people start to bear fruit. Because you don't want to marry unequally yoked because it's just frustrating. Marrying an unequally yoked is probably one of the it's probably one of the most frustrating things for you, especially if you have a calling to be some type of minister or something like that. It's it's gonna it's, it's gonna do nothing but frustrate you because you're gonna be preaching a message and then you're gonna have somebody that's contradicting what you're what you're preaching. You know what I mean? And it's gonna, you're gonna be looked at yeah. like you're not even supposed to be you're not even supposed to. The Bible even tells us we can't even have hold a position in the church. If we don't even uh, lead our homes well and lead our children well, you know what I mean. Yeah. And um, so with that, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should be doing that. Trying to, trying to missionary, trying to missionary date people and trying to bring people to the Christ so that we bring, bring, bring people to Christ so that we can date them. Like, oh, I like the way that person looks. Let me go in and 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 we start a project. That's that's like project uh, dating. You know what I mean? Uh, it's man. like. You can't do that. You can't do that on both right. sides. You right. know what I mean? One thing I will say that I realized, though, with all this stuff is that society 
is no matter I feel like so I believe that God's God has a way God put these laws into play that we just like the reason why the world is going to hell in the handbasket the way it is is because um we try to fight up against the current that God already set in place you know what I mean like men 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 are the leaders in society and that's just it is what it is men are the leaders that are the providers protectors and and visionaries and, and they give direction in society and women are the, the healers and the lovers you know what I mean yeah and like no matter what we do we can't fight up against that because the only reason why a lot of these a lot of these mindsets actually exist in modern culture which is a lot of the, a lot of the feminism mindsets a lot of the crazy mindsets that we that we battle day to day is because other men support it and, exactly and other men walk in it and yeah. like and like if we if if we don't step up and play our roles in society like man it's crazy man i won't go for too long but it's crazy man like you look at these <clears throat> all these all these rap videos now um even with the whole cardi b and um what's her, what's her face uh megan that uh man yeah, yeah megan yeah and like some of these other songs and women are out outwardly calling themselves these these demeaning derogatory terms they're calling themselves that where did it start it started back back in the day we were younger stinking and you know what i'm saying back in the day uh bet uncut and all these other video and all these other videos and all these other artists making these songs men started calling women that and then women now take it on as a name and they think that they're being original with it and no these men have been calling you that for a while and we kicked them in the door as men in society to tell women this is what we want and like we we led the way to that and now we're looking back and we're trying to retract because we're seeing what it produced and it's like we have to decide to be better examples and to look for better things and to be attracted to better things first. And we can literally shift society towards a better society if we choose better, in my opinion, man. And we and we make a standard for it. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And it, it does come to a point of choice. And also we can't stop the people who are continuing. Like, honestly, man, like, like racism is one of those things people are still worried about. We still have to change it. I'll be honest with you guys, I think we have to understand that sin exists and it's as Christians we know sin still exists for a reason um we not ever stopping that on our own power like God yeah. handle that because that's God's plan for that to, to handle that but the thing is we can only do what we can that we can change is how do we cultivate relationships that we understand people of different backgrounds and how do we understand each other that's where we should really have our energy towards instead of trying to change everybody's view of us like oh Black people are not threats. Like I, I think we understand that, and then also other cultures, like the Asian hate thing, and I mean, and then and, and it goes other, it goes along the way to other cultures that have the same experience. But my thing is, we have to understand we can only change ourselves to be better, to be in an environment that makes sense to help people. Um, I remember on the panel now, one thing came up to my mind from one of the questions was, um, <laughs> is a, is the church a place to find a wife now? And I want mm. your thoughts on that, bro. Cause that was a good question. I thought. Yeah, that's hard. That's a hard thing. Um, I would say it could be. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it is the place. Um, I would say it could be because if the church has a, a healthy young adult ministry, you know what I'm saying? If the church has some healthy life groups. If the church is pretty active in their community, it could very well be. Um, but if the church doesn't have that stuff going on, then it probably it's probably you're probably going to church with a lot of married couples 
and you're probably going to church. Like I go to church with a lot of married couples. You know what I mean, yeah. and like I went to young adult ministry last week, and it was like there's some good. There were some good. You know what I'm saying not that I was there looking, but I was like, you know what? If these women are single, there would probably be some good prospects to have conversations with. So I feel like the church is because I feel like a lot of women are, in my in my opinion, from what I've seen, are have the mindset where they they want to be, they want to be married. But at the same time, though. Oh man, this is the hard part, Moses, right? Yeah, it's okay. Take it time. You have you have all these you have all these movements that are like so like I believe I I I believe in woman empowerment as far as like like be the best woman that you could possibly be. You know what I mean? Like the whole what like what the feminine doctor yeah uh, does and a lot of these uh, pages do. I believe in that, man. I believe yeah. like 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 even the even like the women that are in my life, I make sure that they know that their opinions and their and their view on things is very valuable and is very important and is very much needed because they give me a different perspective that I won't see because I'm a man and you're a woman. So, but it's like some of this stuff goes way to the extreme where sometimes even a church state on some I don't need no man type stuff. Like even we have we, we saw it even on on the Q and A panel, which is like. I don't need a man to fulfill my purpose. I don't need a spouse to fulfill my purpose. I don't need this. I can, f- and it's yeah, like that, that was a question too on the panel. I was like, what, yeah. what kind of question is that? Like, it don't make no sense to me. I thought I was like, huh? you because the lady even said the, the pastor's wife's made a point saying fulfillment in life is not just be by yourself. He made mm-hmm. it easier because you have. She said that this. You have you have two minds, two hearts. It's easier on both of them. Why mm-hmm. would you want to go through this life on your own journey? Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't come off as a, a life that makes it a, a chance of living a better life. It seems more of a, a harder, harsher life. Because let's be honest, nobody wants to be fighting these demons out here all alone by themselves every day. Like, do you think like going to work, coming home, and then seeing my room to myself? Like, that's not a good feeling. Since I feel like, man, God, thank you for the day having me through it. But thank you, Lord, if I can say my spouse is here, I can just go through and talk to her instead of going through somebody that may not need me to talk to them because they're like i got a spouse man i can't talk to you like they don't need mm-hmm. me they, they got somebody to talk to that's who they and i'll be honest with you i think like i think masculine revival made a point on this post talking about men need women cannot make well no men need other men we need brothers to connect with of course if you're married singles we need that also but when you have a spouse that's a different emotional connection you need and i think we all know what that goes towards right but um yeah man that panel like the i don't know man thing i mean that's hyper independence there's a problem with that you know yeah <clears throat> yeah man the goal is not to be because the whole thing bro is that you know you read, read uh first corinthians 12 yeah and it talks about how um different parts of the body and playing the role that's how honestly that's the whole point of my my whole i was thinking about changing my my page to poetic polarity rather than poetic masculinity that's dope. um but i like i like the masculinity part of it but like because there's a position that everybody's supposed to play in society. And there's and like if God is a if God is a designer, God is a creator, God is the author and the finisher of our faith, that means he's wrote something down. That means he's designed certain things a certain way. And we can tell that just by we can see how having sex outside of marriage, we can see what it promotes. Uh we can see that you got STDs came into the picture, you got all these women having issues because of uh contraceptives. You have you got um uh, children being born out of wedlock and then like baby mama drama and all that. You know what I'm saying like because there's single parent households and all the destruction that doing things outside of God's way of doing things causes shows us that there's a specific way that is 
things are supposed to go. And there's a way that seems right to us as men that leads to destruction. But there's a way that the way that the Bible says God's ways are higher than our ways, as high as the heavens are above the earth is as high as his ways are above our ways. And like, so there's a I said I to say to bring it back is that there's a specific role that every that a husband and wife are supposed to play. And I don't believe that if you have a desire for marriage, if you have a desire for for children, you have a desire to create legacy for your life as a man. Like you need a spouse. You can't be fruitful and multiply without a spouse. That's that's part of your purpose in this world, to be a good father, to produce children with a specific mindset to go into the workforce because they're going to be our future. Like you can't fulfill that without a spouse. You know what I mean? And you can't even go into certain parts of ministry, bro. It's crazy. Bingo. It's, Bingo. Yep. The oh, world yeah. the world understands this, bro. So like if you if you listen listen to some of these CEO uh podcasts and some of these things like they understand the fact that certain men can cannot go above a certain pay grade without a spouse yeah like certain CEOs can't they 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 can't reach their level their next level in their careers without a wife like they like the world understands this this we don't see many CEOs or Fortune 500 companies got leaders and all these guys out here without like single like there's not there's not many single guys out there's majority of them let's say about 90 95 percent of them are married and there's a reason for it because you need like if the world understands this why do we think in the church that we're um it's funny they, they actually call it right they call it uh what's that what they call uh narciss what's a narciss jesus or not when you when you make when you make when you take the bible and you and you take the bible stories and you make and you make yourself like jesus like you're the savior of the world with your purpose when it's like you can't save the world by you can't like you're not we're meant here to glorify god that's who we're here for exactly yeah and like if that's the foundation of how we're living what's going to glorify god more than us coming into like husband wife children that's the trinity that's imitating god that's how he brings glory to the you know what i mean like there's so many ways that like yeah man girl i'll let you go bro <laughs> it's exciting to talk about man man bro it's all good you're good man it's good to see your you did if you know your stuff man i'm glad to hear that uh no, I, I think that's good to know. You put it out there in the perspective to know that's the right way to go because we should be looking at that because, like you said, roles in the church, you cannot be a pastor because the Bible says he that is married to one woman. And guys who are listening or ladies, we don't believe women pastors over here. So, sorry. We don't believe in that because the Bible is very clear. It does not say that. You cannot teach that to say um, that's in there. And the Bible is very specific about what he said. God made it so clear. You cannot change these women's roles and flip the script and say, she's leading the men no there's deaconess that teach the women that's the bible but does not teach the men that's not in the scripture okay there's a reason why that's patriarchy that's a leadership that's in the men's position there's a woman that leads women and children there's an order there remember the bible does say who was deceived first eve or adam eve was deceived first so why would he god want to promote the woman to be like the man it doesn't make any sense it's like we're going against the grain to be like we're independent like that's that crypt that's that christian feminist bs i'm gonna say that like that because i don't support that and you want to be equality yes i believe women should have the right to do things but you cannot come and change scripture because the times we're in it's a new day moses no the days have changed from 
what from the times yes but does that mean we're changing scripture what does that say that i mean that's a whole conversation i'll leave for another episode but mm-hmm. i have a i have a problem with that because that, that really it irks my nerves because when i see this mindset of thinking god said this and he changed it never did but you said um what'd you say the pay grade goes up for men who are married versus single and i, I mentioned this to you earlier that look and I'm not trying to come at nobody specifically. Let's just make that clear because people take things to heart. Of course, we don't have to say who it is. But in the black community, we're seeing a different number change in the times. Because let's be real. Um, it's not about just pointing at our community, but we are ha- we happen to be black. We're just mentioning in passing. But the thing is, we have a lot of singles. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's funny from the pandemic, I've noticed the numbers. It's true that we have the most single ladies. And the problem in that situation, I've noticed that we're getting to a point where we're going to see a lot of ladies in the workplace more that are single black women. And the problem is that most of these people are going to be married in the, in the workforce. And, and that's, of course, single black women and then some modern women that are not non-black. Um, the thing is, the marriage is the, is the key to freedom for a lot of ladies that don't understand that. Instead of just being this mindset, I'm locked up, I can't go nowhere, my husband's has me home like uh that's a luxury some ladies i've known that are from the husbands i've met and talked to from afar told me they love being a home uh stay-at-home wife or working part-time and being at home that's a choice they talked about because that's between their family and their marriage the thing is that's that's the most underrated thing like the word even submit it's like a cuss word it's like come on man like you know how many people i've learned that said that word it's like a bad word it's like but you but you're submitting to God though. You submit to God, don't you? So who are you submitting to? God or nobody? It's like, then you, how are you gonna get a man? And I'm not talking to the black woman, I'm talking to every modern woman that's not traditional, that doesn't believe that mindset, because the mindset is still true. We trust God with all our heart. Do not lean into your own understanding. Proverbs three, verse five through six. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That is still relevant. And I'm not here to push the fact that men are superior, but men are called to lead women to God and the woman's called to follow her man and the children obey the parents in that order it's a it's a standard that God has not changed but it's a loving thing God said he protected us with the order instead of a structure that someone else out there is trying to make up to tell us oh ladies can do it too like really come on man but back to you bro I wanted to say a question was with the panel speaking about these things um one of the things I heard uh, from what I remember, you know, the ladies were on the stage. What did they say? There's a lot of things I said. I'm trying to remember. But the biggest one I remember coming back to my mind was um, Pastor uh, Chandler. He mentioned how uh, Ruth was forward to Boaz. Now, let's recap on that story real quick, what Ruth was doing. Because I want to make sure to bring this up. Because ladies think that Ruth was too forward at that panel. And I was like, are y'all tripping? like that wasn't really too forward she wanted to be with boaz and the mother-in-law told her go in the yard be out there and even the ladies on the panel agree with that be out there and she got seen what's your thoughts on that bro so i i i um i have to actually recap on that story Bruce. yeah but i do i don't believe there is like first of all the person's single it's the person is the person is not married the person not talking to anybody that like and you and you watched him for a while. You see things that you're interested in. Make yourself available. I don't believe there's any way of being too forward, unless you're like 
I'm actually talking about being too forward as far as like trying to engage in sin and trying to make them be attracted to like your your frame or your shape or your like right. posting your cleavage out like men like showing the ad like like that's different yeah but be but be available i was i was i would say i would say i don't feel like there's there's what because the thing is bro even with that panel I, I was thinking i'm like yo with this whole me too movement man it's like they almost make it weird for you when you when you as a man when you're trying to pursue a woman it's like back in the day man i i mean i don't say back in the day but you know when, in, when you were younger in high school man what you just which is a different different mode but you walk up to a girl and you just say hey i mean hey i think you're cute we should go out hey do you want to be my girlfriend you know what i mean nowadays you're older you know and i'm saying like everything is so complicated because one you don't want to seem like a stalker you don't want to seem like a weirdo you don't want to seem like you're a pervert you don't want to seem like you have all these things that you're finding through mentally before you even approach the woman that's like man like you know what i mean and so for a woman to make her for a woman to say hey i'm interested or not even to say it but like to show interest just walk up to the guy start asking him questions about his life yeah the man oh like like for a woman to show interest in a guy's life i'm telling you right now there's all guys a flag goes off in the guy's head like okay she's she sounds like she's pretty interested in what's going on with me and that gives the guy the opportunity to say you know what i think i'm gonna take up on this or you know what i mean like yeah. I don't believe there's a way. Like, the only way I believe it's too forward is if we're using, like, if you're using, like, a seductive nature to try to draw men in. That yeah. right there is, that's yeah. that's too forward. <laughs> like, like the lady said, depending on, like, um, <laughs> yeah, boy, you stop playing, boy. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not checking those cues. <laughs> I'm not looking for those cues when you made those words come out of your mouth. Like, I'm looking at, like, if I'm being honest, it doesn't have to be old school, but there should be ways a man could tell you're interested. Like, you know how today's times and Instagrams, you like two or three or four more pictures. That's the indication. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> and that's what ladies mm-hmm. do today. They can do that so much easier now themselves. Like, we're going to make it known. We're not trying to be weird. But obviously, men don't make it weird. We just like a few pictures and more. Like, I say go three or four more pictures of yourself than they like you for a reason, right? But um, I was going to say, dang it, I just had it in my mind. Um... The thing I was gonna say was with the with the uh, the panel, they were very cooperative about the conversation. I like the fact they were open and honest. Um, one thing I will say that uh, the money, not money, the money part that they asked the question was uh, like the the lady in the first panel. Oh no, the first question originally was from the panel was should you talk about credit score, body count in the beginning? <laughs> I don't know who asked that. That's like a fun question they just randomly thought about just to ask and just throw, see what everybody would react to say. You know what I'm saying? It was like a, mm-hmm. it's a random question, but yeah. what are your thoughts on that, man? Like body count, credit score, first date? So I feel like this is going to go against the whole manosphere red pill mindset. I don't yeah. really, I don't, I don't really want to, I don't really care about her body count. I'm not I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't care about the body count. I know that in the whole red pill, mental spirit thing, they say the higher the body count, the more, uh, the less, the less of, the less ability the woman has to be committed because she's used to jumping from relationship to relationship. But for me, it's like, <clears throat> I mean, there's an aspect too where it's like, all right, cool. If if it's half the city, and that guy's giving me grace to forgive that, we probably gonna have to move to a different city because I ain't. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though a lot of that oh. i like what pastor chandler said on it when he was like he was yeah. like um you have to 
like if God hasn't graced you to deal with that, like don't yeah, deal, I was like, about to say. But yeah. at the same time, for me, it's like as long as you weren't like known in the neighborhood as like out here doing your. You know what I'm saying, as long as, as long as you know I'm saying, we ain't gonna go to a, a meeting. We ain't, we ain't gonna go out to a young adults group and like half the guys in there. Oh, I remember her. Nah, name neighbors know your name pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> literally. As long as it's not like nothing like that, like. Cause it's, it's really hard nowadays to find somebody that's like that's like a virgin but i'm not gonna say it's impossible but yeah i don't and the whole credit score thing it's like TMI. sure we could talk about it but it's like yo if somebody's fixing their credit like from bad decisions you're now it's like it's like somebody just gave their life to christ but you don't you don't count them a christian because like they're yesterday they were like they just they could have dropped everything like a month ago but last month they were doing whatever they were doing, so it's like, mm-mm, I can't be involved with that person, or that person's not a Christian. It's like, come on, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody's making avid steps to change certain things, and I feel like certain things need to be off to. I don't believe that's the first kind. I don't believe that's a conversation that should be had in the beginning, anyway. Um, I understand the whole aspect of it as as far as like, all right, with their credit score, you can kind of tell their spending habits and their and their financial literacy if you look at their credit score. Um, right now, I'm building my credit. I'll be honest. I'm building my credit back right now because I yeah. set up a little bit. Let me but, say, yeah, I agree. But it's like at the same time, it's like, is that discredit? No, nah, because I'm working on it. You know what I mean, if there's, if you see habits, if you see somebody's making blatant steps to actually increase it, then I feel like, and what was the other thing? So it was body count, credit score, body count, credit score. Um, um, I, I think that was really the top three body count, credit score. Um, just one more. I think it was probably um, financially, maybe income. Not income. No, it had to be something else. I guess. I guess um, that was it. The two that came to mind it was the two ones that stuck out. But yeah, that was pretty much on that question they asked them. But uh, no, nah, they were clear about it. I think. I think the biggest thing though, taken away from um, that question for me, I think they just. I mean, being honest about body count with something. I know most ladies will. You know, it's taboo to them. You know, you get looked down upon, right? But um, like I, I, I here's some pushback for me on it. I'll say this, um, ladies, you know you won't tell the guys the truth about it, which is fine. You know I don't think you can because they get the you, you know outcomes will probably look your outcome will probably look different now because they'll start thinking about what you've done and then also who's that guy that may have done what he did because you're not gonna remember he you you were there with that guy so whatever he did different that's between y'all and that's not something you would bring into a marriage let's be real but um not something i would think i would think about finding out but i would say uh like the 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 thing you spoke on about it wouldn't matter to you which i respect that um my reason for not taking that something i would want to know well i i first at first i did say i didn't care but i i kind of reconsidered and thought about it like the connection of a woman to a man is such a powerful thing that's why God said man should not be alone, but he said for one woman. The thing is, when she has a, a, a pass of releasing a lot of dopamine to a whole bunch of people she did not commit to, it's like your piece of yourself is giving out so much that's like your, your, your chemicals are not going to be the same as you originally was with the first person. Because that first person was your first, no matter what, you remember that guy, right? Like mm-hmm. my ex, my ex was my first. <clears throat> that was like a situation ship, so that still was my first i still remember that no matter what but the person you connect with the next time you you may have a, a you have that you you won't have that single strong 
you won't send a single of the strong connection as you used to do with the first person because that chemical binding whatever that was oxytocin that chemical binding will always play a part of that because like a baby's born that situation means the baby's kind of connect with the mother like a man procreates with a woman that connection will always be connected for them because it's a it's a chemical related reason but i, I don't think god make it impossible to reconnect a man to a, a new woman that his spouse is now the, the one he's with now right so i don't think it's impossible to get those chemicals rebalance but that is something to consider if she has a promiscuous past if she understands did she learn from her past because my thing is with questions like that is um what did you take away from that relationship that made you realize you was in a wrong position with somebody and if they say like well i didn't know better and my dad wasn't there or or i didn't i didn't have the right voices in my life i would understand that and take the consideration but if it's like you just said it because i wanted this stuff i wanted i wanted to have my fun i wanted to have sex like come on man like i mean i don't have to say it on the on the live on this uh podcast recording but it don't no man wants to be with somebody i mean for me i'm just saying for the men out there who probably agree but if nobody's trying to be with somebody who had the guy that you said half the town right we don't want to see that just like how a woman don't want a man that's been with half the women like i don't think i want to be with somebody like that but um another thing i remember just now from the panel um mikhail it they spoke about how like i said the church dating if it's not good or bad but i think it's somewhat in the middle maybe it's okay but it's like one sister used to talk to right now that lady gonna tell the other sister oh no he no good don't talk to him you know what I'm saying? Like that that mindset, I always think about that. Like, why do you tell another lady that this guy is no good? Because he tried to talk to you and you didn't like him, right? For whatever reason, it didn't work out. But now you're telling the other sisters, oh no, he tried to talk to me. Oh, he tried to talk to you? Yes, he did. Moses and Makai, they tried to talk to me. Girl, <laughs> do not talk to <laughs> Do not, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm doing the voice. Do not try to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've noticed that mindset. I'm just like, Makai, what do you think about that? Because I've seen this a few times growing up in the church, but not in that's a some, Yeah. That's some, that's some hater uh, type of mindset. I don't feel like... So my yeah. thing is, bro, there's been situations, right, yeah. where other women have known that, like, let's say the guy approached the friend, right? Yeah. And the friend denied that man. You know what I mean? That one... Usually, the friends know if it's a good guy or not. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not the friend... So now if that guy comes back and he's like, he approaches the other the other friend. That's I feel like that's the other friend's loss, and it shouldn't be a thing because, like, yeah. you you don't want him anyway. So why are you trying to like why are you trying to destroy his opportunities elsewhere if you don't if you have, if you don't want nothing to do with him? You know what I'm saying? It's like, so I I feel like it's petty. I feel like it's childish. I feel like it's immature of a mindset yeah. to to try to you know what I mean like. To try to do that all oh, there are some guys though that are like they just like they're they don't really have no direction no direction where they're aiming like they're not sharpshooters they're like really like yeah anybody with a anybody with a uh with a shape i like anybody with a face i like no matter where her walk with the lord is i'm pursuing her you know what i mean and right. if it's that kind of guy and you see him talking to, that's different but not right. every guy is like that you know what i mean exactly. because so so my situation with my with my ex what happened was I actually was trying to talk to her friend, right? I was yeah. trying to talk to her friend, and um, then 
I was asking her about like like her friend and all that kind of stuff. And we began to talk. And then I was like, you know what? I actually wanna actually like to talk to you. And I, I don't think I wanted to so I didn't think I want to talk to her, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the more I learned about both of them, you know what I mean? Because sometimes when you're approaching a woman you don't know, you don't you don't know which which out of their friends would be more suitable unless you've been watching for a while. If you're approaching somebody cold, like they call it in the in the um in the sales world, they call it cold market. Cold if you approach somebody cold cold like cold market, you don't have no reference about what they are, what they do, how they I'm saying you don't know, you don't really know. Yeah. But then like <clears throat> after you get to learn after you get to learn, sometimes it might change. You might be like, yo, this person over here is a little bit more suitable. So that's a balance, man. I feel like guys actually should be more sharpshooters with it, which is like maybe wait for the gym. I, I like kind of like I know he's not a he's not a believer, but sometimes I like to gather some perspectives from other places. Uh yeah. entrepreneur in cars. Uh, one uh, thing that him and him and Rollo really talk about is the whole genuine desire aspect. Yeah. And like it would help for a guy to approach a woman um that he knows has genuine desire. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it will help. Yeah. That that genuine desire you can't like yeah. I you can't beat that man because yeah. now you're not you're not you're not fighting you're not fighting against, it's like fighting against the current you're trying to convince this woman why you're valuable and mm-hmm. like and we kind of went to another subject but so yeah. I, I feel like i feel like men should take their time but i don't feel like if a man didn't take their time and he kind of was, is approaching a woman cold market i don't feel like it should make him known void for every other woman in that circle like that's i feel like that's kind of immature and that's that's kind of ridiculous i'll say but I, I'll, I'll give it a limit i'll say I can no. talk to you about two of them, bro. Kind of move on, bro. Like, get yeah. out of that circle. There's other... Like, yeah, because <laughs> you're going to be in a group text and somebody's circle talking about, hey, Mikhail tried to talk to me. Oh, for real, girl? Yeah. I talk- <laughs> hey, bro, those exist. And, I, hey, men do it too, ladies. So we watch it also. Because you talk to our boy, Jay, whoever that is. Hey, we mm-hmm. know. And it's like, yo, he tried to talk to me. She tried to talk to me too. Really? Dang, girl, you think it's all to all of us and try to get us? Like... But the thing is, though, we're not looking for that conversation to be, like, petty or nothing. I think it's just funny that ladies do that, which I respect. That's them. But the thing is, um, like, uh, I'm not going to mention this guy's name because some people think it's, like, taboo to talk about him. But I'm not going to mention it. But the thing is. Okay. <laughs> I know you talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say because it, it give people some ammo out there. The thing <laughs> is, um, um, he mentioned to this lady, he said, ma'am. You want to tell me that when this guy that's attracted to walk through the door, you're not going to go shoot your shot and you're going to leave your friends and you can't do that? She's like, no, I, I want to be, I can't leave my friends like that. And if you all like them, I'm like, she's like, ma'am, he said, Becky would cut your Achilles heels to get to that guy. If he saw you, if she saw <clears> him <throat> first and y'all all liked him too, she would go for him first. I mean, no matter what color he is, the thing is, why are they so protective of their friends' feelings? But it's like, man, we we technically do that to each other, but we're good friends. We're like, we're single. We're like, hey, man, I'm going to go talk to her. Because usually we be some nervous guys if, if there's a nervous friend, you know, like, hey, man, she's pretty cute. Yeah, I like her too. I'm going to talk to her. You want to talk to her? You sure? Like, yeah, man, I'm going to talk to her. And then he gets rejected, right? Then the other guy tries. It's like, it's like everybody try, but it's like, who knows what they're going to say, right? Because cold approach, right? We all try. But the thing is, if someone gets her, congratulations bro we're not gonna hate you for that because you know why we know that you're looking for a spouse now if a lady sees a man like it's funny because i talked to some i got a sister on the show because she told me 
when her friends seen her married, bro, they were acting different. <laughs> they her were not, friends what? They were acting different, bro. They were treating her different now because she's married now. I was just mm. like, why? She's like, because she's not with them no more. She's not single and she got a husband. It's like, they should be happy for you instead of just trying to like shade you now because you're not the same. I mean, status Nah, change. but it's a different mindset, bro. Yeah. It's a it different is. mindset because like one thing that I realized, man. Yeah. Is that, yo, a single minds, a single minded woman and a married minded woman are two different women, like completely two different women. And they don't even understand even, even a married minded man and a, and a single minded man, like they're two different, they're two different mindsets because they don't understand how much consideration goes into your, your plans. Like, I'm not just going to go out without talking to my spouse. I'm not just going to. I'm not just gonna be. I'm not gonna go away for a, for a whole week, two weeks, three weeks. You know what I mean? Like I have a spouse at home. You know what I'm saying? On a on a on a guy's trip, on a girl's trip. You know what I mean? So my availability changes, and now you think that I don't want to hang out with y'all anymore, and it's not I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Is that this is my priority now? Mm-hmm. My priorities have shifted. Like I love y'all, but yo, this is this is actually what I'm. I'm actually gonna be building a family and a legacy over here. I'm not building a fantasy and legacy with y'all. I'm just having more stories to talk to in a circle about when we go out. You know what I mean? Like, and like, so the, because the priority shift, um, a lot of people, a lot of people don't, if you have some immature friends, they're not going to understand or get it. I'm not going to be personally offended by your lack of availability. You know what I mean? And that's just, and that, but for me, it's like, that's a red flag in a friendship. It is. Yeah, like I, those are friends that were never your friends anyway. They just wanted you around because you offer some type of value to them that they couldn't produce in themselves. And 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 I'm not gonna lie, bro. Uh, I, I have nothing uh, personal, like personal, right, towards the LGBT people, which I don't agree with some things. But I know we know that story. We don't have to go into it. But I think when you see a a female with a a you know a, a best friend that's you know part of that community, that's their best friend. I kind of get a different vibe from that. Like, I just like, yo, what is this going to do for you? And nothing against the person, but it's like, I'm not, I, I personally don't, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I've talked to the lady from the East Coast, you know, city area, right? Jersey, New York kind of area. I, and mm-hmm. I, I found that out. I'm just like, how long have you been friends? 17 years. I'm like, hold up. I've seen story with dudes. I won't even say all that because I just don't want to, no problems. But the thing is, <laughs> yeah, for real, man, because I don't want the alphabet to come after me, you know. Um, I think the problem is when you see ladies who say this is the friendship they're looking at for validation, it's like you want the attention. But the problem is this is not helping you get to the man you want. You're, you're playing with something that's not even on the same path as you. It's like, yo you're not about to bring me into i'm not about to bring you in a relationship with my last name and my home our house is gonna be you know your best friend's gonna be there no because my kids are gonna be on my responsibility as yours so with this best friend you can keep that because i'm not taking no spouse with no no best friend that's to that lifestyle and i'm not into that and i'm just like as a christian we got to be examples to these kids see what i'm saying because mm-hmm. and you'll hear first here if you never heard me say this and if you never heard me say it before i'll say it here now my my deal breakers i'll just say one one of my deal breakers is honestly is is just very simple um you have to have some good accountability in your circle 
if, and if you don't have a good accountability, yo, I'm I'm letting you go. I'm just not playing that game because we're too old out here. Like I heard the story on this guy's show, when I name again, which I'll say, he talked to this lady that said she was almost 30. She got pregnant from the guy she didn't want to be a wife to. He just wanted to get the pregnancy because she wanted to get a baby. Left the baby in the New York City area, moved to go be with a guy that's going through a divorce in California. What kind of mother is that? It sounds so selfish. Come Bro, on, man. That's what we're that's that's what we're living in now. The times we're living man. in. Man, man. The times we're living in, bro. It's it's crazy, bro. Like I can't even like people get mad at me talking about Moses. You're not for black love. Hold up. Is it about black love or is it about having family? I don't care if a woman's black or white. I think if she has the mind of Christ, if she doesn't have that mind of Christ. I don't care how much feminine you claim to have. Man, mm-hmm. like Mikael and myself and other brothers I know, we about to get the women that want the same thing. And I'm not trying to be on this uh, platform to say this, to be out there like that. But the thing is, men are looking for a value that's not just common. The Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And obtain favor. Favor from the Lord. Like, I'm, I mean, let's be real. Too many Eves out here. And yes, men, the ladies who are out there, my sisters, let me look out for y'all too. The ones who want a husband being prepared as a wife, there's too many Ahabs. They allow you to do anything you want because they know that they don't care. They just want you to have your way like Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. Because we got to be straight up honest because ain't no man about to be just not leading you and just walk and let you walk over them. Like, no, it's not about having you walked over us, but it's like we have to lead you right in the way of God and the way Christ did. Not because mm-hmm. we're just men, but it's called upon us to lead you and die for you. And all you got to do is submit to a husband that you trust. You don't have to die for us. We're supposed to die for you. I'd rather submit than die. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. But that's the whole part of it where it's like, yo, it's like, a really, we have to really soberly look at what exactly is on the line when it comes to this, right? Yeah. So the woman is asked to biblically submit to a husband so follow his vision follow follow the vision that god has gave to him so help support and and bring it to, to have his children take care teach his kids raise his kids you know what i mean like and then use her own gifts that god has given her in any form or fashion way and even she's supposed to she's supposed to be able to make according to proverbs 31 she can make income from her gifts and her creativity a lot of women are just super creative they can draw they can write they all this kind of stuff and there's a lot you see a lot of the social media women on social media now that have platforms and they're making income because they built a following and uh, these are these are traditional women you know what i mean there's ways that you, they can use their their income make income from a traditional from a um, biblical standpoint that is like using all the creative gifts and like but a man is asked to die for his family so if if bro if the household if, the, if so you guys lose the house the lights get turned off. The the AC is off, or the gas is off, or the car the car gets repoed. Everybody looks at their man like, "Yo, you're not a provider, or you're not this." You're not. A man has to really be willingly has to willingly be ready to die to make sure his family is doing well, to make sure his family is taken care of. Like a man literally has to like if if somebody breaks into the house the man has to save my life before my kids and my mom and wife's life that's what that's what you're married into a man literally has to be the one to say all right this is the vision this is the goal this is the direction here's where we're going 
and keep everybody accountable, keep everybody focused. A man cannot be unfocused. He has to be focused so that the family can fall under him and stay focused. Like, so what we're being called to is a higher, it's, it's a higher ticket item than what, <clears throat> than what the woman is called to. And I'm saying that it's more, it's, I'm not saying that it's more important because both things are very valuable. What yeah. I'm saying is that when you look at these things soberly, like, I, I compare it to this. Uh, hope, hopefully, this says it's not an offensive analogy, right? But I see. I look at things as far as like a polarity standpoint goes, right? And the feminine polarity is a very is a very free polarity, which is that's why a lot of women are super creative and like they have the ability to multitask on a higher level when they have all those things. Where it's like the spaghetti mind versus the waffle mind, where it's like the woman's yeah. mind is able to multitask and do all these different things. And men literally like move from block to block to block. Then we move from thing to thing. Yeah. Um, so with that whole spaghetti mindset, it's like, bro, like I, I use this analogy because it'll be less offensive. Bro, if a woman is that free, she has all these different gifts, all these different creative abilities, all these different things that she can do, all these different ways of teaching and 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 loving and nurturing a child and 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 healing and loving and and bringing that kind of softness to the home like and she gets to do that day by day by day and being her feminine like that's awesome the man yeah. is the standard like and the man all he has to the man has to create the frame for her to operate in so you the, you're literally just submitting into a frame to operate in your full femininity to be able to be free to be exactly who you are that god has called you to be as a woman and the man literally, and it causes the man, if it's a true God, God, godly man, to be able to create that frame and to make that frame stronger and to, and to see where there's breaches and to rebuild and to, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, these things work together so beautifully, man. And that's why I'm um, really thinking about changing my page to polarity because it's it's really a dance that it's like, it's not, it's, it's nobody's trying to oppress anybody. I'm not saying there's no man out there trying to oppress another woman, and I'm not saying there's no woman out there trying to oppress a man, because there are some abusive relationships where the, the tables are turned. But what I'm saying is that it's a beautiful thing when we operate in God's harmony. And I feel like we miss out when we don't. We miss it, we're missing, when we don't operate, because Christ said that he came, John 10, 10 says, uh, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. All right? Mm -hmm. God comes that we may have life and have it more abundantly. We're missing out on an abundant, harmonious life when we decide to go against what God has designed. Mm, and that that's, is that's good. And bro, and that is the main that is the main point of why I feel like I exist as well. You know what I mean? Like in this world. No, that makes complete sense. I I, I thank you for explaining that scripture with that because it just it just gives you uh, it just magnifies the fact that <clears throat> God's plan is still in effect. You know, while we're still here, um, Lord willing, you know, we are married by, you know, by the time we before Christ returns. So I think we all desire that to at least experience God's plan for what he had for us, because we never want to go this life to go by ourselves. And back to what we already said, it's just it's pointless to be thinking we are not just we are just here to be our to, to please ourselves. We're here to please God with our life because it mm was -hmm. giving them glory is the main thing of living life for him. Um ladies um shout out to y'all out there who are trying to get married i think ladies who want to be boss chicks let them have that because let's be real the results will show itself and i'm sad i'm saddened to say this but nobody is gonna want to want to push the fact that they don't want to they don't want to hear the fact that 
independence is not always going to help the best and i tell you too also um this might be something else i believe for another time but it's another thing i want to say but it's just that the fact that it matters men and women don't want to be alone through life without a companion to serve god together because god originally made adam and eve he did not make adam to just go alone to make the the, the name of all the animals he he needed to help me and a lot of brothers who are going through life to make the life journey to make the life for the lord need to help me on the same page not just anybody but help me you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um and it's okay to say this too i don't think everybody's gonna get married and i'm saying that respectfully because it kind of reminds me of noah's ark you know what i'm saying it's like not everybody's gonna get on that ship on the ark they they want to stay single but i'm not saying the singles are gonna like not make it in life but it's like everybody that is going to be for that is going to probably get in most of them but a minority few only based on their, their mindset and, and the philosophies they follow and what the culture says they're going to be stuck on that mindset forever and playing these situationships staying with somebody for seven eight five years talking about oh but he said he loves me and i i don't have to say require marriage like i'm sick of that and it's this be real if anybody's doing that right now in a relationship and i say situationship and you've been with a man more than two years i'll say two years because it'll take you a i mean before i go there what do you think about that a year should be enough to know somebody or two years in your opinion so my opinion is i feel like i kind i agree with the whole steve harvey thing where man kind of knows what he's gonna do what 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 is gonna come from this woman after like six months um i i'm a, i'm under like you know what I'm i feel like it happens fast i also understand the whole waiting two years thing i feel like it depends on your level of uh discernment and your level of like having good accountability and good like perspectives but if you go through the typical if you go through the the typical courtship model which is like you're around their family you're around they're around your family you see the way that they operate within with, interact with your family you see the way you see the way that you interact with with their family you see like you like the courtship model which is like you guys are actually doing life together for a season and you see the reactions they have with their mom their dad their sister their cousins their, you know what i'm saying their work their work friendships all that kind of stuff and they see the same thing um i believe you can know very very quickly if you don't be able to see people in those aspects of life i would say it would take the whole I would say a year. I would say a year, year and a half. Because you have yeah. to be able to see. You have to be able to see um, people in those different aspects, man. Because I'll tell you right now, the way that this person talks in response to their dad. Oh, bro. That's such like, a key thing. I always say that to ladies. Like, your father is kind of resembling how you treat your man. Literally, bro. Yo, I yeah, I stopped talking to this one girl because she talked to her dog, bro. Oh. I'm like, you, you call this dog your child. Oh, and I, the way I, that I you're... I can't deal with that. I just can't. Bro, the way that you're talking to this dog, like, this is like literally like you're talking, you, and you're calling this dog your child. You're not gonna talk to my kid like that. So, yeah, this is dead. <laughs> like, so it's it's very important to watch those things, man, because you're seeing people operate in their natural habitat, and you, and that's the whole thing, bro. Even with that whole panel, you have to you have to really be honest and slowly look at what you what you have grace for. You know yeah, what I mean? Bingo. If you yeah. have the grace to be able to uh, bring a woman and I'm saying, and, and like, if you have the grace to be able to like teach a woman on that level, like 
to be able to like have super amount of grace and be able to like, I'm saying like, you enjoy bringing people from zero to like a hundred and building like build a bear workshop. If that's your, if that's what you got a grace for, I'm not trying to make fun of it. If you feel like you gotta be honest though, like go ahead do your thing. But if you know certain things are gonna irk your nerves, if they irk your nerves in the beginning, bro, it's only gonna get worse with marriage. As soon as you say that I do, I'm telling you right now, it's like literally like everything, all the all the whole like holding stuff in because I'm trying to I'm trying to secure that ring is out the door. Now everything's gonna get ten times worse. And it's usually the things from what I've seen in my experience that bothered you in the beginning that end up later that you, as you said, oh, it'll be okay. That mm. later end up being the things that cause your 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 demise later. Man, mm, they don't want to hear that, bro. Uh-uh. They don't want to hear that because it's true. Because the sad thing is, <clears throat> those are the ones we talking about. All men are dogs. It's like you, you picked the brother that wasn't even a Christian in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. he looks like Chris Brown got the dance moves and he gets an attraction to all the women. That doesn't make him qualify as a husband. Just like oh. how men men look at the booty and the breast and thinking that she's a wife, but that don't change her to be a wife. She just she she looks good on the outside don't mean she's good on the inside you know what i'm saying perspective is knowing the mindset like you said you treat your animals like trash you treat the kids like trash and like i asked ladies um i don't think it's a i don't think every like i don't know what you think about this i'm actually though but before that i was gonna say i always take i always look at a lifestyle of a woman with her father how is that relationship with your father because how you treat your dad it gives me ideas like how you're gonna treat um how you're gonna treat the husband to your children as a father because let's be real um there's a book out there called uh strong father strong daughters by meg meeker i I mentioned in my last two episodes i hope y'all checked it out i got an audible recommend it there if you want to hear the audio but the thing is the father figure is the is the daughter's first love and for men yes our mother is our first love also which i have to say both sides but men choosing because we have access to marriage for relationships men mm-hmm. have to see these things and know how do you understand a man are you always talking down to men because your previous exes have you gotten therapy from those situations if not get therapy and i mean that really though like if you want to get therapy good christian therapy if you have to or just get therapy either one but I always tell people go for the opposite sex because it kind of goes to the root of things because sometimes people act different towards the opposite sex. They never address with the, the opposite sex. They always think about the same sex that knows, understands. Like, oh, she understands me better as a woman because I'm a woman versus a man may tell you what you're not seeing from a man's perspective because you never hear that from other men. You hear that from yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And men with the women, same thing. Go to women therapists. I've had it done got checked on make sure that i didn't have anything in me that was rooted in me that i need to make sure that i wasn't in the wrong because i knew i wasn't i just had to make sure and i found out through a therapy that's important for all of us men and women but what's your thoughts on that whole father daughter dynamic to respect your husband what do you think i feel like man <clears throat> if i get like you said it's very it's very important man yeah because the thing is about it's like that right there so it's two things, right? So I feel like your your relationship with your father is this is the first man in your life, and this was the and this was the man that took you on daddy daughter dates, and if he was around, this is a man that this is your first um, 
this is your first example of a man in the world. And if your relationship with him is not healthy, then like it damages the rest of your relationships with other men because you're gonna, if you consider your dad a coward, a weak man, all the kind of stuff, you're never gonna be able to respect the husband unless you go go to therapy and get that work done because you're because you're gonna see he just you're gonna like it's a, it's a lot of times we marry our parents right we marry oh we, my like, gosh and like and but it's, a, it's 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 like a trauma if you haven't done healthy work before if you haven't done like some therapy work before you get married a lot of times you marry like you you look for what you've enjoyed what you what you're used to at home you know what i mean like like when it comes to the opposite sex you you and if what you're used to at home was unhealthy and it had a, a very big traumatic response, traumatic, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I had a very big traumatic, uh, it caused trauma. I'll just say it like that. It caused trauma to you. Yeah. Then what's going to happen is, like I said, you're not going to be able to respect that husband. And then another thing that I've learned in all this is that when you don't have a healthy relationship with your, with your father, it's really hard for a woman to have a healthy relationship with God. Because mm. yeah, if your dad couldn't tell you what to do, then you look at the Bible, and now the Bible is a suggestion rather than a life, rather than a life anchor and a life foundation. Bingo. Yeah. And like, if the Bible, if God is now a suggestion, mm-hmm. you're, what your father said was a suggestion, you're going to have a real big problem when it comes to submitting to a husband. Yeah. Because there are times where, I like to use this perspective where it's like, and this doesn't happen all the time. It can be emergency stuff, but there's times where like, yo, if the husband's trying to protect, like you're looking at a lot of these old school war movies and like you, you hear the stories and it's like, yo, if the man says, grab the kids and run West. Like, I don't have time to argue with you. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time. I'm trying to protect my family and make sure my legacy move goes on to live while I'm standing back, taking on taking on the brunt of uh, whatever violent thing is coming towards our way. And you want to argue why West? We should go east. East is <laughs> I mean, like, bro, like you're gonna call like you're gonna yeah. you're gonna just you're you're gonna destroy you're gonna get my kids killed and my and you're gonna get yourself killed. Yeah. I don't have time to argue with that. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Mm-hmm. Just so you can finish. I don't want to stop you. Oh no, that's 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 really it, man. It's like it's really. I feel like um, I feel like when it comes to that kind of thing, I feel like women really need to. Uh, and I, I don't want to be on here trying to tell women what they need to do, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, if you have a issue with your with your um with your dad, you have a healthy relationship with him. You really look at how your relationship is, your relationship dynamic is with the Bible and with God as an authority. Look at those three, look look at those two areas and like look at the patterns and like go go to therapy if it's if it's not healthy. Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to put it. And, and, and you know, guys and ladies, uh Mikhail's speaking from a genuine place. He's speaking in love to this topic because I think honestly, man, I just want to see the body of Christ get better and, and even as a non-Christian look i'm not here to call you out to call your name or say you're not going to make it in life i'm here to speak on things that's detrimental to a lot of us who have seen these things because we have experience in this life you know what i'm saying and we're trying to shed light on the things that are not spoken on on mainstream media and let's be honest they're not going to talk on these things but in most of the cases we have to 
especially as Christians or in the black community for the most part, because that's also affecting us because we are part of that community, right? So, yeah, I think the the parental thing is such a big impact because, uh, like I said, I think my my experience with my parents is is an example of knowing how I pick based on my mother. Um, man, I, I realized that you know I didn't have the right um, the the right blueprint, you know, but I learned from that situation that gave me understand that get me to understand. I can't pick somebody who lives in fear of of commitment. You know what I'm saying? Because um, that's the thing that I've been studying. Like, why is there so much fear towards commitment to think that it will never work? But it's like, the more you worry about fearing that it's not going to work, you're preparing for failure. You know what I'm saying? Then success. And <clears throat> I know that panel, I know that one guy, the black guy, they, they kind of made him look like, man, he kind of made me think about why is that brother talk like that? He said, he's been in that church since 2014. He said he's still single. And I'm like thinking, man, I said, I understand. <laughs> that's like, they kind of made it look like he was like, there's nothing wrong with him. But it's like, I don't know his life. I just thought it was funny how they put it out there for him to say that. But I'm just like, at, at, for a couple of years being in the same church, I would say for men like that, I wouldn't know what their story is, but I think it's always good to know, Lord, what am I, what am I doing to know if I'm wrong about something to know from single for so long? Because there's a there's a cap to fertility for women, and some say, and I'm not going to disagree with women on this, but a sister told me, oh, women can have children past 35, but the thing is, children at a young age is better than older because there's a there's a risk your years to have a child because your, your your body is not the same as you're younger i don't care how much you could be younger in your mind and you're 38 like you're not supposed to have kids at 40 years old you're not supposed to and it's a dangerous time to have kids and i think that's yeah, a risk. high risk yeah, it's riskier and they think oh I, I, we can do it here because we're here no 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 i respect that you can say you can but every it's a minority of women that can do that i'd rather take the risk of being uh, a woman with an age where i can have kids versus later like I'm not going to push that narrative to think that's okay. I will not push it on nobody, not even my friends, because I told my friends, bro, y'all got to look at the women, if their age is there, and then if their mindset, because, you know, older is is higher chance of risking a woman dying with the child, and the child or the woman dying, you know what I'm saying, one of the two, but it's like, why risk it, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to wait for all that. I'm not going to do that to somebody. I think you should just be with somebody that's prepared in their mindset to be in that wife role and the, and the mother. But um, yeah. yeah, man. But um, yeah. Have any other thoughts you want to add into this conversation? I think there's a lot of things we covered, especially yeah, we with that panel. Um, so man. I just want to comment on what you what you just said, just to kind of drive this point home. It's like you really have to soberly look at like what you're ready for, and and bro, don't I would say don't demonize somebody who is not where you are. Just move on. You yeah, know what I'm saying? On. Like. Yeah. Like there are women out here and there are men out here who actually want to want to do and want to live and want to and want to want to be what God has called them to be and believe in a traditional model and actually want to like and find them and be with them. Don't be frustrated because this man you saw online with all the abs and, and try to make force him and be mad at him for not being like why? It makes no sense. So when people tell you who they are, believe them. And when I say that I'm talking about like with actions as well. So when somebody, if somebody have showed themselves to, if somebody says that they don't want to have kids, don't marry them and they get mad that they didn't want to have kids. I didn't think she was serious, bro. She told you, he told you. 
Yeah. You didn't want to have kids. And you wanted to have kids and you married them. And it's like, so you really need to be like, this person told you they didn't want to submit and they don't see themselves submitting. And you're upset that they didn't, like, this person told you that it would be a struggle. This person told you that they don't see a problem. Like if you're somebody who, is it, who doesn't like drinking or smoking or whatever, and I'm saying this person told you this is what they, is how they live. And you decided to marry that and then it becomes a problem later. Like, and that's the part that is really hard to, and I'm speaking from a place where it's like, trying to be genuine with you guys because it's hard to really give people like grace and, and mercy when they make decisions that they know clearly they weren't that they they weren't they shouldn't have made. You know what I mean? Like look at and this one of Bible sticks looking at so looking at things soberly. It's not saying like I mean you could say it's talking about with no drug or no influence and outside substances, but he's saying soberly like yo sit back and look at things from like a, almost like a third party perspective and look at what kind of tree it is based on a fruit that it's bearing. Like, really look at it and decide from there. Because if we don't, we're going to end up in situations where we're going to where we're gonna cause a lot of damage to ourselves and other people because we weren't honest with ourselves and we weren't honest with them. And um, so that's what I just want to say, man. Like, if you, want, if you know you want to have four kids and somebody says, no, I only want one, like, move on. You know what I mean? Like, like, move on. Like, there's a reason why there's that desires on your heart. You know what I mean? And like, you should, like, there's people out there that want to actually do that. It may take a little bit more time, but um, I would say there are people out there that want to actually, there's people out there, it's, it's hard to believe sometimes when we get caught up in the whole dating world, but there are people out there that want what you want. Like, and you don't have to convince anybody of anything. Like, it's yeah. just, they want what you want and those are the people that you should you should pursue. Yeah, don't force anything too, because those <clears> don't <throat> work either. Like you force mm-hmm. something they don't believe in. Like if you if you believe in no kids, and that's okay, move on. Like you said, and that makes it makes clear sense. Like you don't you can't make this more harder than what it is. It's really mm-hmm. simple ABC and understanding that it's just everybody's not meant for everybody. You have to only be with the one that that I'm not gonna say God placed there, but you have to understand who they are because. I think you don't because I, I think the one taboo thing I would say I hate when people mention this all the time. I say, well, God has to allow it. No, no, you chose the person. God does not have to come out of heaven to tell you this person's wrong. You did not check their fruit. You did not discern them. The Bible says clear as day, you are responsible for who you picking. Mm-hmm. That is required for each of us. No matter how much you feel like you, I feel God. God is not a feeling. God mm-hmm. is a fact. Mm-hmm. What is these feelings like? I, I just. I get it's more towards the women that do that, but men just should not be doing it at all. We should be like, we should be strong in this area because we know when something's real, we know when to pursue it, right? If it's not, it's not mutual, we're moving on. We're not wasting our time. We're not texting you no more. We're stopping. We're conversating. It's done. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Let's be real. Because masculinity today is so weak. We tend to think that men is just allowing things to keep going. Like, I'm not going to text you every time that you don't have the connection with me. Like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, Men of God have to be strong on this because if we don't be strong on this, we will continue to be the men of God that are not the same as it, as they used to be in the Bible days, how they talk to how it should be, especially mm-hmm. men of, of understanding and value because value is a men of God. We have to have to send the value of Christ to get that value in us in the first place to get to where we need to be because men of value is not about just money. Men are not just a penis in a wallet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of today women see that as the thing but men we got to look at ourselves and realize 
your manhood is not through your penis it is your life in God in mm -hmm. Christ that's our identity right there how mm -hmm. we walk in our character not based on your cash flow only your cash flow is one thing but your character is it like men with money have bad like not gonna say all but but there's a lot of guys with a lot of money have bad character but men not with the higher class have character to know how to treat you right but the thing is Instagram destroyed the mindset like I said earlier it's bad so like I said not, not everybody's gonna get the same thing but let's be honest everybody's not gonna get married one day let's just be real and I don't shade nobody but I'm just trying to be realistic because realistically everybody's not gonna understand it they're gonna continue to fall for the same thing as the Bible says um, people's perish for the lack of knowledge mm -hmm. yep but I'll, I'll say that last part but bro any final thoughts uh, what do you think uh, about this topic anything that you want to add in there still um <clears throat> I think that's I think that should be it then uh that was a good that was a Q&A panel as far as I thought like that was a good Q&A panel as far as like just having your mind just entertain some questions and some thoughts that you have but yeah I feel like at the same time though we have to also recognize that um we're, although we're in the world we're not of the world so some of these perspectives that we take on we have to really check on with the word we have yes. to man. every and time just, it's the last thing I'll say is like so with this whole manosphere thing, I've realized there's three different categories, right? There's a metal, which we talked about earlier, which is men who go their own way, which is men. And a lot yeah. of this is built on hate. Men, they're hurt by women, so they decide, I don't need women. And these mm -hmm. a lot of times are men that end up in the whole, I'm not gonna, let just say they hate women, so they decide to be done with women. Like they're not, like, and then you have the other part, which is the PUA community, which is the pickup artistry, which is these are men that don't like women either. They see women as objects and as trophies to score. And these, and this is a pickup artistry culture. And like, but as a biblical man, we meet right in the middle, which is a traditional culture, which is yeah. we love women. We love what women represent. We love men. We love what men represent. We, 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 and we love the divine order that God has put here. And I feel like if, if anything is outside of that, if anything outside of the gauge of what, how God sees these, these things, then we have to really check it and make sure. Because you can read all these books and you can get caught up in this red pill and mental spirit thing. And you can forget about the Bible. It's not your religion, man. Christ is our religion. Christ is our anchor. Christ is our foundation. And as long as you keep that on point, we keep, we're on our way to becoming a true biblical man. So if you don't Amen. see it in Jesus, we shouldn't be trying to imitate it. Bingo. That. Amen. Amen. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, guys, this is the Daily Go Podcast. Uh, I'm thankful for this conversation with my, my brother in Christ, Mikhail, uh, representing Florida. I think um, yes, sir. we need more conversations like this with men and just have different perspective. I'm hoping to have a panel soon, bro, with the show that I'm working on actually called Tradition Versus Modern. Um, okay. And the topic was, well, not top, but the title I chose for that because the reason why I chose that title is because we're living in a modern time that's it's, it's like have we gone too modern or are we losing traditions it's kind of like versus each other like who's gonna what do we think is gonna benefit us more in certain areas the traditional route or the more modern route you know so that'll be in the future when you see that it'll be coming up and i will hope to have you on the panel with some other guys and, and some other women well i'd love to come on to talk on these things and i'll be like i'll be moderating the conversation pretty much asking the question and we just go through the conversation and talking on it. It's like a YouTube thing. So, but um, 
yeah bro I'm, I'm praying for that to come through but yeah guys i just want to share that because i want to let you know look forward to that it's going to be a good conversation to have to talk because i think these talks are, are coming to a place where it's getting more popular um shout out to the people who started it that made it more uh, recognizable through the pandemic but uh yeah i wanted to end that right there and the guys i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the day growth podcast with your host your moses and my guest Macau. and i thank you guys for listening i hope to see you guys on the next episode i'll see you on the part two to this series and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode on part one and we'll talk soon hope you guys have a great week or, or weekend talk to you guys soon peace